Yasmin. Yes, Sophie. Can I ask you a question? Um, God, this never ends well. Go on. And I know you can't see this at home, so I'm going to just describe it for you. Yasmin seems to have cut out a picture of themselves and stuck it on a picture of Jesus and put it up as their backdrop for stuff that they do. This Yasmin, is the gift. podcast going to your head? It's going this to your head. This was a gift! To yourself. This was a Christmas gift from my friend Gina, aka Ratmilf Clothing on Instagram, who makes amazing handmade clothes and has made some of my stage outfits. And for Christmas, she made me into a messiah. And so you framed it. Put yourself up on the wall. Like she a framed to yourself. it. She framed it. Listen, if you wow. can't love yourself to the point that you think you're ah. God, what's the point? Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay and Yasmin Suman. Hey, bitches. Or Yasmin Summon, as I think you got called once. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. It happens. People are like, I love you, Yasmin. I'm like, where's... I am mean. Yasmin. But no, it's it's Yasmin. So this week's episode is another news episode. You guys love these episodes. So this week, it's messy, Yasmin. Oh my fucking god. Like, everyone loves these episodes because they catch people up on scene drama. I don't love them because every fucking time someone disappoints me. I went on Twitter and I was like, what is even happening right now? Girl, I saw that tweet. You were like, I haven't been on Twitter in a minute. What's going on? I was like, don't ask. Don't ask. (laughs) Shut up. It was just like, you remember that um, gif of the dog sat in the burning house drinking a cup of coffee? Or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. It's that, basically. That is what's happening to the scene right now. Um, we're messy. We're messy as fuck. Um, so, I'll, I'll skim through a couple of these that are kind of fun. Uh, Sid from Slipknot has been teasing a new Slipknot era. Oh! Ah. Hey, hey, Sid. Hey. Um, a quite sad one. Corey Taylor had to cancel his US shows, but he was still doing a couple of shows in Asia. And he had to put out a statement saying about how much his mental health has been struggling because fans came for him so hard. I what? feel bad. I feel bad because I saw people coming for him, but it's like that man has been touring longer than I've been alive. Like at some point it's going to get to him. And I'm glad that he had the courage and the self-awareness and love for himself to take a step back and go, actually, I can't tour myself to death. I can't and I shouldn't. Um, and I respect that a lot. I wonder what point it got to for him to have to make that decision because I don't think he's the kind of guy who gives up easily. Um, So, yeah, sending love to Corey Taylor, man. We love you, Corey Taylor. Um, Also, Jordan Fish is working with Spirit Box on Summer, Summer, Summer. A little Summer, Summer. Bitch! Jordan Fish left! Bring me the horizon! Jordan (gasps) Fish... Jordan Fish left... We don't even know if he was kicked out. We don't know he, what he packed they up haven't his spilled shit the tea. and was like, "I'm out." No, um, obviously, like, uh, like the band shared a statement. He shared a statement. Ollie Sykes reshared Jordan's statement with a heart. I don't think there's any bad blood there. I think they've been going for like however many years, and you know, I think, I think at some point because he, he changed the landscape of like modern metalcore, and I will say that confidently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think he probably just got a bit like, mm, I've done this thing for 10 years. I kind of want to do something new. And I respect that. Do you know what? All I'm going to say is 
whenever people try too hard to support each other, I'm just like, what's the real tea? What's really happening behind closed doors? I don't know. We don't know. All we know is that we don't know. So that's all we can say. But I'm excited that Jonathan is in the studio with Spiritbox because that's awesome. He's going to be working with so many bands and I think he is going to be like what John Feldman was. Well, John Feldman still does stuff. And he's already prolific, but he was so busy doing Bring the Horizon as well. How much more can he do now he mm. focuses on this? Who right. knows what his future right. holds? I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see every song next summer or this summer produced by Jordan Fish. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for him. Um, when he was leaving, by the way, people I love, this is why I love TikTok. People figured out that he was going to leave before because they were like checking. They're turning into fucking sleuths. Bring Me The Horizon fans are scary. You hoes scare me, right? The recent Bring Me The Horizon tour caused so much discourse about like crowd and concert etiquette and like parasocial relationships with band members. And I was like, girls, just go to the show, have a little boogie and go home. What's so hard about just, that? <laughs> just yeah, just enjoy yourself. Just, just film it a little bit hear and me chill. Out. Hear me out, have fun. Hear Crazy me out. concept, I know. We've done this before, and I've said it before. He didn't make eye contact with you because he wants to now fall in love with you. Just just accept. He made eye contact with you because it's his job to sing to people. Hear me he out. He couldn't see you. He couldn't see you because of the lights. He couldn't no, see you because of the lights. he can't see past the, the first two barriers. I've got to be so honest with you guys. Like, If you're like four barriers deep, <laughs> you ain't getting seen. That felt really mean. Also, did you see that band? I like us being mean, by the way. <sighs> I'm kind of here for it because, yeah, we don't want to shame anybody, but if your handle is like bmth underscore wifey underscore x underscore yeah and you're sharing like edits of you and ollie sykes married together i an intervention (laughs) we need to have an intervention it's not 2014 anymore babes you can't be doing that white pad started like Mm -hmm. white pad tumblr kind of stuff i wanted to ask you did you see the band because you weren't on twitter did you see that there was a band that brought a pig's head to their show and threw it around the room so a black metal band went too far with their latest gimmick. Um, they got ire of their own fans for tossing around a severed pig's head at a recent show they called Martyrdom and they played at the White Swan in Houston, Texas. Yeah, so I think people had an issue with it because it's like a level of animal cruelty. But I was, I tweeted, I said... The animal's I was in the pit, dead. If I was in the, if I was in the pit and a pig's head came flying my way, you would have to lock me up. No one's leaving that building safe. I am taking every one of you motherfuckers with me. What do you mean there's a pig's head in the pit? What? What? What do you mean? What are you going to do about it? I'm going to take everyone out. Every single motherfucker in that building who is responsible for that pig's head being there. That, the E. coli, the diseases, the moral and ethical consequences of disrespecting animals even after they're dead. Um, The confidence of people who are like five foot one is unbelievable. (laughs) Okay, sorry that back in the day they did this all the time, but like some things, some parts of like alternative culture, maybe we should let die. So apparently the group had to apologise specifically to the venue and to the sound op, um, though it's unclear how he might have been affected 
by the set. Worth noting, the band has done this before and the act of throwing pig's heads around is kind of a pastime. Um, so people are like, now they're like, come on. Yeah, this used to happen in the past, but we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Which I, I agree with because it, it's gross. It's gross. The like, it's not, it's so- not animal cruelty because the animal's dead. But it, it's just gr- it's just really gross. It's unhygienic. Yeah, yeah. It's ju- it's just a bit. The fucking disease just, in that room. Oh. It's a bit like when bands take poops on the stage. It's like, oh yeah, God. I know that used to be c- cool, but it's just not. It's not. It's gross. It's not yeah. cool anymore. It's not rock and roll. It's just gross. It's just gross. It's being rock and roll is using deodorant before you go to a metal show. That is the <laughs> times have changed. Of rock and roll. Times have changed. Um, so and roll. also. Uh, everyone was talking about the fact that Bad Omens all deleted their socials. Jolly was the last to go. Jolly was, was the last to go, like he was the last to take it out. So they've taken out Jolly. They've it was taken them they, out. they did it like bit by bit as if it was kind of like a dramatic thing that was part of my... I don't know, it felt weird. It felt a bit too orchestrated. But anyway, um, but it was really interesting because uh, Noah said that he'd just had enough. He did an interview with Metal Hammer and he said people had been digging up his baby photos and also they'd been um trying to befriend his family on facebook and things like that and he was like this is just too much like it's too you're crossing a boundary and it's like this is now a point where i think we need to have some really strong conversations regarding this because i think we're at a point where we kind of understand consent when it goes one way and though this is kind of a different topic it is kind of an issue of um it's not it's not a sexual thing but it it's like it's a boundary cross it's a massive boundary cross it's it's invasive and it's it's scary for him i worry for musicians i worry for musicians like a lot of my friends who are in bands now who've like you know, blown up in a... They're in their baller eras. I'm so proud for them. Mm. But, like, people are fucking insane. The amount of people who message me and, like, try and find out my personal contact when I hang out with them to be like, hey, Yasmin, can you tell this person this? And I'm like, no, I don't know you. And you don't know these band members. I had recently, actually... Um, so I'm not going to say the show because I don't want to get the band in trouble, but I went to go see my friend's band and um, they had a queue around the corner for, like, hours, people camping out, and I got put on the guest list because they're my friends. I've known them since they were greasy little emos, okay, and we used to go out together, right? Um, so I'm their friend, and usually guest list is either for press or, like, for family members and friends. I had so many subtweets that night of people being like, Yasmin Suman, the old influencer, skip the queue. I didn't skip the queue. I didn't skip the queue. That's my friend. I got let in early because I know them more than you do. I wish people would stop being parasocial. That was my way of flexing, by the way. We're so angry today. I love it. Those are my best friends. But I feel really sorry for singers. I was actually um, sat on a plane ride back from Amsterdam this weekend speaking to um, the vocalist for Fake Your Death. So wild that we were sat together. But um, we were talking about like parasocial relationships and about how musicians have to be their own social media managers now. And I feel like that's so hard because you just want to make good music. What do you mean you have to also market that music and have like an online presence and give so much to people? It's really difficult for band members. Um, But let's talk about the, the band that have had it the hardest. 
I don't want to talk about this. I genuinely, the fans genuinely thought we had lost Sleep Token. Oh. People thought we had lost Sleep Token. People thought it was the end for Sleep Token because they had to delete their socials because Sleep Token members were outed by a Reddit user and this person literally paid one of their exes to get nudes and near nudes um, managed to get a birth certificate I mean this is so, so basically this person outed the members of Sleep Token I don't want to talk about it too much because um, there is I think there's legal stuff going on but there was something that happened where some of the members spoke to the Sleep Talking podcast which is like the Sleep Token podcast um, and there is so much drama I tried to listen to it and it just started to get really high school. So apparently this Reddit group, from what I can tell, just imploded on itself. At first it was like a bit of a laugh and then it, people started to go, this is too far. And what I loved is however much everybody wanted to know who Sleep Token are, I feel like it was kind of like Santa. People were so disappointed when they found out. Like, they didn't want to know, like really. They just wanted to go, who, who is it? Is it Dumbroco? And... And then when they found out, they're just then just not happy because it's ruined it. No, not ruined Sleep Token, but it's caused them a lot of distress, understandably. I would like to make a public statement. I'm going to look at the camera while I say this if you're listening. You don't know Sleep Token. You're never going to know Sleep Token. They're not going to fall in love with you. They're not going to take off their mask just for you. They are real people with real lives, possibly kids. I have no clue. Possibly relationships. They are grown-ass adults. You will never know them. You will know them from a enjoyer of their music fan level. You will never know them. They will never truly know that you exist. So please, from the bottom of my heart, touch some fucking grass. But wait, Yasmin, is this not a theme, actually? When you look at like every news story pretty much that I've done... Like Bad Omens, Sleep Token, um, Corey Taylor, all of these things are people who are in bands and fans are forgetting that these aren't AI. These aren't avatars. These are human beings. And you're, and you, uh, the fans in, in rock and metal hold musicians to such high standards that they're actually not achievable. And then they do shitty things against bands and I feel like it's all a load of what's the word um hypocrisy in the scene at the moment and people need to sort their shit out and bands need a fucking break I'm really annoyed at the scene right now I'm so disappointed I blame Gen Z <sighs> I blame millennials honestly all this scene news right now is fucking depressing what else have isn't you got? it well let's <laughs> okay um let's have a a happy story strap yourself in so one of the most difficult stories that came out and I knew that we thought about this right but we can't do an episode as we wear black as who we are without referencing this um, because we have to so one of the biggest news stories was that Adam Christensen from Architects retweeted the UFC champion Sean Strickland um, who went on an anti-trans rant during a press conference and then he was called out and then he tweeted um, 
basically saying shit that was a total accident um fans looked at his past likes and seemed to find a bit of contradiction in this um you can't see but i'm i'm I, i'm not i'm 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 i am i want to die there is so many um arms that we could take on this story and i i think we're aligned tell you what was the most concerning what? fucking everyone and every time this happens the amount of messages i get going are you going to speak on this yasmin god of the trans people in metal and i'm like i am still processing this myself because truth be told and i say this honestly and i would say this to their face I love Architects. They are my favourite band of all time. They, I have like so much signed shit from them and like so much memorabilia. I've been to so many shows. I have a tattoo for them. It was disappointing as a non-binary person to see someone share very, uh, very interesting tweets, whether a mistake or not. Um, it was it was disappointing to see that on my timeline. Um, it was it was up for a few hours as well, which was which was concerning. But you know, I think I think what the only positive I can find from this is that it's a testament to the kind of um, fan base that Architects has cultivated. That immediately people called it out, and immediately Architects' own fans would not take a stand for that because Architects, for however many years in their entire career, have built this fan base based on like everyone is accepted, everyone is is mm. loved. You know, like let's not hate. So I feel like, in a lot of ways, it was nice to see everyone rally together. Um, I again, given given Architects' history with them always kind of being on the right side and supporting, you know, very strong leftist values. Um, I, I, I can only believe that it was a mistake until I'm proven wrong. And I think genuinely, if it was a mistake, okay, I, I can hear, I can hear you out. If it was honestly a mistake, because why would you be in a band every night singing about like, fuck, hate, yeah, hate is bad, ignorance is bad, um, and then be ignorant? I don't know, but I, I. I'm fumbling my words here because it really upset me. I'm not surprised. I think from what it seems, it may have been an honest mistake and I'm open to giving people the benefit of the doubt because I have also been an idiot online and so have all of you and we've done stuff that we probably regret or was a mistake. We've tweeted the wrong thing and it's been misconstrued a, a way that we didn't want to. We have accidentally liked stuff that we didn't mean to like, you know, butterfingers are real, but... As long as it doesn't happen again and as long as the band continues to show their support for the trans community and for, you know, any minorities really, then I, I can only believe that it was a mistake and that's what I'd like to believe. But that's not me living in ignorance because I was very upset and immediately was like, well, well, fuck you guys then. Yeah, we but spoke about it, didn't we? I was like, we damn. We spoke about it. Damn. You were like, oh, oh, do you know what? Right, here's... Here's some things. I'm going to say some things that contradict myself here. Um, my first thing is like, I don't know how you retweet by accident because you have to press retweet twice. Because um, it double checks, doesn't it? You go retweet and then it goes, are you sure you want to repost this? It's not like on TikTok. No, it's either when you hit retweet, it's either quote tweet or retweet. So you get the second option. You, if you hit retweet on a tweet, it asks right. you, do you want to quote tweet it or do you want to retweet it? And so that for me, I'm just like, at first I was like, I'm not buying this apology. But then do you know what I was thinking is, uh, secondly, I don't like the fact people are going the band, the band, 
because I can tell you for a fact the band are not transphobic. I cannot tell you whether Adam is transphobic or not. What I can tell you is I probably didn't know Adam's name until this happened. Because when I think of architects... I think of Sam Carter. I think of Tom, Dan, I think of Sam Carter. Yeah. That's... And that, maybe that maybe that makes me a terrible person. I don't know if there's going to be architects fans that come for me. But he started playing with the band, was it in like 2015 or something? So he might even be a hired gun. He might not even be part of the band, but we never know that with bands. Um, who's a hired gun and who's not, who's getting royalties and whatnot. But the thing I took away from it, Yasmin, that made me really pissed off, and it's interesting that you've just said what you said, is everybody who covered it on TikTok and everything, everyone went, I wonder what Spirit Box are going to do with the upcoming tour. And like, here's the thing, right? This is this is my take. And you can tell me if you disagree. And if you disagree at home, write into us and disagree with us. This is a podcast about discussion. Um, so A, why... I get it. The R- Ronnie Radke... Um, tour spirit box dropped off I get it I get why people are doing that but you can't always turn to the brown people the women the queer people to always be the ones to stand up why aren't you turning to all of the bands who have said that they're uh, anti-transphobic I know they were going out on tour with them but it's a lot of pressure for the people who are already minorities in the scene to have to hold up the righteousness of the entire scene this happens this happens anytime someone is transphobic people immediately turn to me and ask me to speak up and it's like it causes me more it puts me in danger to speak up about these things than it does a cisgendered person who doesn't experience the inequalities of being trans and like the dangers that come with that and like the constant abuse so like why aren't you speaking up you know what i mean i absolutely agree um i think it's really interesting that people focus more on spirit box than loathe maybe because spirit box pulled out of a tour before because of you know similar artist um making some interesting comments um, but there was also a difference like that was ronnie is the band he's the front man he's the voice and so if you disagree with ronnie you're disagreeing with the band really when you think about it sam carter's the voice of architects what architect stands for comes out of always comes out of the front person's voice in every band yeah and so it, it's a bit of a different situation i think it was unfair to put spirit box I'm about to say so something mean. Architects could keep going if Adam left. Architects could not keep going if Sam left. So I think that tells you everything you need to know. That sounded really horrible. I, I'm i not going to lie to you. You know, I obviously Sam has been a big champion of us, of me. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of private conversations with him. I don't believe he's transphobic on the pure basis that why would he support me if he was um, and be so supportive of us? So I can only believe that it's either Adam solely who is you know, has some questionable views or it was an honest mistake. Either way, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because they have such a long-standing history of being yeah. on the right side and supporting the correct things and, you know, being allies. And I, I'd i like to see how they show their support for the trans community moving forward. What was nice, though, so I still went to the show in Amsterdam. I booked my flight. I booked my hotel. Um, mm. I had a few subtweets thrown about me, but I was like, I'm not going to waste money. I'm still going to go to Amsterdam, have a holiday. Um you know, and see Spirit Box and see Loathe because I fucking love mm. those bands. Um, and what was nice was 
there's so many people who brought trans flags to that show out of spite <laughs> out of spite wow. but like the whole front barrier those people with trans flags those people with trans makeup there was like a lot of trans people there as well who had like come out to be like no i i don't i don't agree with this and i think that if you're going to be like that, we're going to shove it mm. in your face, you know? Well, Sam Carter did uh, talk about it on stage and he said, nobody in this band has ever hated it on anyone for blah, 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 blah. Um, that's not what the band stands for. And you know what? Here's the thing, Yasmin. If if I was going into war, as a trans, if there was a war, right, between cis people and trans people... Well, you could say that society is waging war on trans people, so... You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Right. I know which Sam, which side Sam Carter would be on, and I would bet my life on that. Like, yeah. and that's a bit. And I'm not. I'm not just saying that as a throwaway statement. I genuinely mean that. I would bet my life Sam Carter would be front row, ready to fight and throw down, throw hands. So, you know, it's not. It's it's a it's a, an individual, and we'll see what happens with that individual. But it's it's. Let's remember, it's not the band. Yeah, there's definitely a For conversation now. I would love to have, an episode I would love to make. So let me know if you mm. want to hear about it about the rise of transphobia in metal. Like in particular, there's so many metal bands who have come out as homophobic, yeah. transphobic, um, have questionable views in general. Bigotry and far right views are taking over metal and i almost have empathy for people who who are misguided and share the wrong things because they don't know because it's like the the alt-right pipeline from metal to outright bigotry is is one you don't always see coming but you fall down it and boom boom you're there now one last thing that's just popped into my head yasmin is um download festival announced a whole new load of bands if you're living outside the UK, you might be going, what's this got to do with me? One of the things that stuck out to me, and I was like, who, someone has done this. I, 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 someone who, who has done this. Basically, um, I feel for While She Sleeps because it goes on, on this is on, in order, right? So Slaughter to Prevail will be on first. And yep. then <laughs> from Slaughter to Prevail to Tom Morello, right? So those fans are going to have to cross each other in the passing of the fields who knows how that's going to go down and then we go into um while she sleeps who are like sandwiched in the middle we don't really do politics la 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 la, la. we write cool tunes um and then it's pantera so that that cr- i you know in, in we festivals, might see a that- woodstock 99 all over again baby girl we might see it and i if you it's- see me scrapping <laughs> in the pit we'll look either way Let's go fight. Let's who go start a that? fight. Who books that? I'm who sorry. Booked, I probably know who, who booked Tom it. Who put Tom Morello in the middle? I, like, we probably they, know who booked it. We love you, but also we down. Love down, we do love download. We do love download. Down, um, download. Because I guess maybe for them, they didn't want to make like a stage that might attract a certain clientele. So they were probably going, you know, that's not what we stand for. We support music, but we, we are going to vary this up. We're going to put all the different Republicans and Liberals and Tories and Labours and it's Socialists all together. for sure. Be, I, be I've got to be honest with you. I won't be deep in the crowd. I'll be chilling at the back, getting some food, getting some grub in me um, and just watching how things unfold. Um, but we do love Download. We will be there and we support Download. And um, we know that the team behind Download actually take it really seriously that they want to um support people from different sides of the scene and etc etc they are a great team please bring us back download 
Please. Okay. Please. New releases. So that was a lot of news. That was a lot of news. How are you Girl. faring, Yasmin? Because that was, that that was, was all serious news. news. I know. Like, nobody had a baby. Nobody has, like, we needed some some fight, fun, lighthearted stuff. It's not I happening. Know, oh, I know. Oh, oh, I went to the Issues final show. You went to the Issues final show? How did we not In talk Atlanta. about this? I was meant to go to the Issues final show, but because I went to Amsterdam, um, I couldn't I couldn't get a flight that would get me there in time. And honestly, it's kind of good because I had a health scare while I was in Amsterdam. So I didn't go. Yeah, I'm glad I'd, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't know how to deal with that. Um, it was good. It was great. It was um, it was fun. It was great to see the band on stage again. I tell you what, Brian. I was unsure how Brian would be. His vocals. So Brian's from the home team, and he sang Tyler Carter's parts, um, and he was phenomenal. Michael Bong came out like it was, and there was just such a great vibe in the camp, and it was really beautiful. But um, we do have an interview coming out with Sky, and ah! when. Yasmin, when I tell you, Sky spilt tea. Stop. You know the way Sky is like so honest on on his TikTok. Mm. Like, I was just trying to keep a straight face to not let him see how much this was burning. This tea spilling everywhere. That's crazy. Oh my god. Now you getting so, the exclusives. So, uh, listen out for that. That'll be coming up soon. Um, but new releases, Yasmin. Alpha Wolf did a song with Ice Tea. And I thought that actually yeah. very much slapped. Yeah. It and it worked well. I love Ice Tea. He is a dude. I love Ice Tea. Ice Tea's great. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Wolf. I really like Alpha Wolf. They put out that song with Ice Tea. Issues obviously put out uh since I lost you. By the way, did you know that Ice Tea wrote I've got 99 problems but the bitch ain't one? Really? Not enough people give him enough credit for that. And Jay-Z obviously released it, but he wrote it. Um yeah. Bad That's Omens crazy. and Poppy, but Noah doesn't even sing. It's all about Poppy. I know people got so mad about that. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> girl, stop! Their fan bases. Let's not even go there again. Oh, um, there was also P.O.D. released a new song called um, "I Won't Bow Down." Mm-hmm. Uh, that was very, very good. And Shikari released a song with Jason Alon Butler ahead of their UK tour. It's an absolute killer track. Oh. Um, so that's another great one. Um, Mother Mother released Nobody Escapes. Uh, Little Nas X released Jesus Christ, which I thought was funny because it caused another satanic panic. Um, Maggie Lindemann put out Hostages, and then uh, Hell Hotel put out Smile or a putting out Smile, I think in February, but put out a teaser and it was really good. Um, yeah, and they're gay as well, so I'm like, oh, gotta support the LGBTs. <laughs> got emo and gay. It's like if holding absence were gay. That's how I describe their sound. But oh, Ask Alexandria as well put out a song. Oh my god. Oh my god. I haven't talked about the fact Ben Bruce left Asking Alexandria. We were too. There's too much that's happened. What Do the you know fuck? What, what uh, has been going on in the scene? I have to say this. I don't think Ask Alexandria is the same band that I grew up with. It's a completely different band now, and it serves a different purpose. And I, I think that yeah. Fair play, credit where credit's due. They've made it work. But um, if I was Ben Bruce and I had to put up with all the shit that that band went through, I would also call it quits. I'd also be like, yeah, ma'am, I've served my time. I'm going to go rest. But then also, how many ma- we've seen Danny leave asking Alexandria a million times and come back or whatever. And, I, you know, you never know when Ben might come back. But I feel like he's the spine. Um, so that it's a big deal. Anyway, um social media yasmin what's been going on 
girl. Oh, so obviously Jordan Fish um, left Bring Me the Horizon and people had these theories on TikTok being like, you'll never guess what's going to happen next to Bring Me the Horizon. And there was like a whole discourse about it. Um, also, Bring What Me the algorithm Ho- are you in? We are in such different algorithms. I'm just in, I'm just living my best life in North Sea Talk. Yo, only some people got what I was doing there. Some others thought I was weird. Um, so there was the pig's head thing that blew up on social media. Mm. Um, also, oh, so Bring Me the Horizon went on tour, right? They did the whole UK run. It was great. I actually didn't go. Shocker. I didn't go because I just feel a bit, I was a bit overwhelmed. I had a lot going on. I was like, I'm just going to take a day off. But I did go to their pop-up shop. Uh, a little bit of controversy. They sold a hoodie for eight, £80 and people were like, it's an £80 hoodie. Ah, and it's like, oh no. Whilst oh. handing over their money, going, <laughs> I'll yeah. take two, please. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let me drop 140 quid at this pop-up shop. Metal is so messy. We need we need some major labels to come and take over this scene again in some ways because it's just getting so messy. But yeah, anyway. Um, obviously, because of that tour, there was uh, you know a lot of edits of Noah Sebastian and, and Ollie Sykes singing together. Um, and then mm-hmm. there was this person, their name's... Alex Richardson and I want to give them a shout out because they they did a video it was a stupid meme right that was like do not girly dance girly pop dance in the Bring Me the Horizon pit and it was them doing this and then some guy just shoves them um, and people took it way too seriously people were like yeah don't mosh don't go in the pit if you're not going to mosh rah, rah, rah. and I was like oh my god this is a joke this is a joke who cares oh, people don't was- People don't get that humor. People do not get that humor where it's like it's not it's not even sarcasm. It's just a, it's like so dry. Also, like Bring Me the Horizon, their current set list. You're mushing to die for you. You're mushing to lost. Yeah. This isn't like Count Your Blessings era, babe. We don't need to be like opening up the pit and crowd killing each other. They're playing like emo pop, and that's okay. Mm. I respect that. But why are you so hell bent on being like, yeah, Bring Me shows are meant to be metal? Are they? As a Bring Me fan, are they really? Um, so obviously the Corey Taylor thing happened and everyone was kicking off about that on social media. But um, yeah, it's most of what we've talked about has been has been covered already. Social media and news is crossing over at the moment. I saw there was a trend of like um, doing um, grunge makeup. And it's like rock girlfriend or something. And is rock it like when girlfriend? No- yeah. When normies like do grunge makeup? Do you know what? I have something to say. In 2024, we're not doing Rockstar's girlfriend, Rockstar groupie. We're doing Rockstar, okay? Women do not need to be an accessory to men to be attainable and attractive and successful. Women can also be Rockstars. Take that, feminism. <laughs> yeah, so I heard that was a big trend. Um, and agreed, by the way. Also... There was, I don't know if we spoke about this last time we did news, but wasn't there a sound that went pretty viral, which was Deftones and all of these like Gen Z's are discovering Deftones. It was like a mashup with Nicki Minaj. Maybe? With Nicki Minaj, that's it, yeah. Yeah, it was Nicki Minaj. It was Bees in the Trap with um, uh, My my Summer, My Own Summer. That's bad that yeah. I don't know that. Shove it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to speak about it because Nicki Minaj is acting whack on social media at the moment. So, whack. Boo. Boo. 
yeah, when have come... we started saying whack again? She's whack, man. She's whack as fuck. She's How crazy. do you know the word whack, Yasmin? I do. Uh, she's coming for me. You've been hanging out with me too long. That is a proper old people word. You're whack. You, you've lost your marbles. You have, yeah. Nicki Minaj is being a bit of a hater on social media towards Megan Thee Stallion, and because Megan Thee Stallion did a song with Spirit Box, now she's got the nerdy emos on her side as well. It's like, oh, she's invincible. But that song is, if you haven't listened to it yet, do give it a search because it is fucking good. Um, all right, Yasmin. Well, that was a very juicy, very juicy episode of the, the podcast this week. What would you say your words of wisdom are? If you're in a band, for the love of God, make a burner account. We don't need to hear your terrible opinions. For the love of fucking God, let me enjoy your music in blissful ignorance. I don't care if you have strong views about something. Put it on a burner account. For my own sanity. My words of wisdom uh, would be in the words of Michael Jackson... I'm stuck in the man in the mirror. Oh yeah. So basically, if you are a fan of the band and you if a band and you want to start like you have a habit of pointing fingers at people, also have a look at your own behaviour. Yeah. Because we as fans are pretty messy right now and we're ruining the scene and we are making our favourite artists break down. Like we're seeing interviews in Metal Hammer or whatever, but they are breaking down emotionally and mentally. Um, and that is caused by toxic fans. So sort your shit out. Sort your, not you, because you're listening to this podcast. So when I say you, I mean everyone who's not listening to this podcast. Because people who listen to this podcast are cool fucking motherfuckers. Exactly. And if you would like to follow this cool fucking podcast, you can follow it at We Wear Black Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever social media is, will be there. I'm at Yasmin Suman X on everything except Instagram, where I'm just at Yasmin Suman. And get involved with the conversation that we've had today. Put in your two pence, 10 cents. Well, I don't know what the saying is. Um, get in touch. Weweblackpod at gmail.com. If you want to find me, it's at I am Sophie K. If you want to find my family on socials, you can't because I don't have one. That took a dark turn. I'm really jet lagged. I don't think people realise you meant because your family are dead. Oh, that was... That was, no, a really dark, really dark turn. <laughs> that was a really dark turn. Do you know what? When I am really tired, Yasmin... I can't hide my... You can't mask. I can't mask anymore. And so, and and when I say things that I think are funny, they're so not... I thought it was so... hilarious. I just can't laugh. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.